Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss the awesome HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode six. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Well, welcome, Sister J. From the recliner. <laughs> yes. And today we are going to be talking about episode five, The Ghost of Heron Hall. We're halfway down. Yep. Or through the season. Yep. Okay. So what do you want? Who do you want to begin with why today? Don't, why don't we begin with where, uh, I like to begin where the episode left off. So let's talk about Brianne Tarth and Lady Catelyn. Okay. And Renly. They're, okay. This they, is a shocking. They're in Renly's first five minutes. We it, don't it, have to, it really is. It's, I mean, I wasn't expecting that at all. I wasn't expecting that, but I knew that Shadow Baby was going to do something. Man, really, Shadow well, Man. Well, Shadow Man, mm-hmm. you know. But I just didn't think that they would kill him yet. I didn't either. But. And right when they were doing their little peace treaty, you know, which is out the window now, but, you know, right when him and Lady Catelyn were brokering their little peace treaty. Well, but, I mean, they weren't, uh, they weren't like... Um, I don't think that was really like a, a little. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I guess because it was a peace treaty. Yeah, because because he was going to be a, a, a fighting for Rob Stark or with Rob Stark. No, he was telling Lady Catelyn, or he was asking her, "You you you swear that your son does not want the Iron Throne?" And she exactly. Says, no, he doesn't have. He don't care about all that. He goes, "Okay, well, he has to swear fealty to me, That's true. and then he could keep." Being king of the north, yep, and he'll we'll fight together and we'll beat our enemies together. Yeah, and she seemed like she was a little concerned when he said that he wanted to um, have Rob do the same oath that Ned, Robert did. Ned gave to uh, Robert. Robert. Mm-hmm. So obviously she didn't like what Ned's oath was. Yeah, that's was, what I thought too. Yeah, because you know it was really binding apparently, mm-hmm. and she kind of look concerned about it. I was like, well, lady, look, mm-hmm. you don't got to keep your word. You could say you are, mm-hmm. but you know. Well, I, I, she had no choice, though. She had no choice. And you notice, um, as they're standing there talking, how tall Brienne is. Brienne is towering over, over everybody. So, you're right. Okay, so, so like, uh, one of our listeners said that she is, like, six. Three. Mm-hmm. So, so that lets you know that Renly was by five eleven. Yeah, yeah. He was he's short. Yeah, he was well, short compared, compared to, to her. her. Yeah. So, but I just love that scene where he's still kind of talking to Lady Catelyn, and um, Brienne is taking off his armor. Uh huh. Yeah, because see, that's her job, you know. And uh, I thought apparently that was, I yeah, didn't know. Yeah. But. Well, but I mean, we talked about that last week. Who would you rather have, little Loras or big old B- Brienne, being your main little uh, guards person? Because he knows that she is totally devoted to him, totally. Yeah. So you know, I thought that was great, and that's why now we know that's why Loras was so upset. See, she got the plum job. Uh, you know what? I don't think that's it. He is upset. First of all, she was a woman. That's true. And he got kind of bested by her. Renly knew um, and laughed about the fact that he got bested by her, mm-hmm. which kind of hurt his feelings a little bit. And it amuses Renly 
that she is so devoted to him. Yeah. And Loris is just jealous about it. I think so, too. So I don't think it had anything to do with her actually being his right-hand person more than the fact that she was a woman and on the King's Guard, and then also that she bested him. Because he's not yeah, used to being... But well, we talked about that yeah, last week, so, so let's move on. But, um... Well, dang, Sister Jay. <laughs> what? You brought it up. Well, but we talked about all of that with... You with brought it up. End. So, look, when when I want to discuss it, don't uh, say that. Go on. But, um... So, yeah, so then, all of a sudden, little shadow man come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I... Knew he was coming, but I didn't know that was yeah, when he was going to be coming. I don't. I just didn't expect for him to kill him right away. I thought maybe he'd maybe, you know, fall into a coma or something, you know, something. But he, he just, just killed him, stabbed him, and mm-hmm. that was it. That was it. Really gone, gone. Which I don't really care. Well, I like you know. I mean, he was more had more to say this season, but I mean, yes, that's I kind of liked. That he was more, I mean, we we said he did he what he didn't really want to be king. He didn't want to be king, but he would have been a better king than Stannis. We do know that. I don't know. He would have treated people better. Well, as that's king. a totally different yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Stannis might be a good, and he king. would have ruled thinking about the people more than thinking about exactly. himself, which would have to me been a better king. But um, we Brienne falls apart, honey. She well, first she of all, is, she screams, she and that brings all the guards into the, the guards tent. immediately think she's done killed them. So she had to she had to kill battle them. them, and she battled them, them royal. royal yes, she did. She stabbed a mess out of dudes. I felt so bad for her though. I felt really, really bad for her. And and you know, Catelyn was Lady Catelyn was trying to tell her, look. You got to go. We got to, yeah. Uh, we got to go because they're going to. They're going to hang you. They're going to hang you. Because she did, uh, Catelyn did try to tell him, no, she she's not the one to kill them. Right. But you they, know. Yeah. They didn't see nobody else in there. Mm-mm. And you know, when the shadow man came in, Brienne looked scared. Yeah. Well, Shh. that's because, you know, they, they. Aren't too sure about the magic, I think. Well, the, the. And they believe in the old gods and the new, see. So they're like uh, religious type people, but I would imagine all of them are real leery of ghosts and things like that. And, and as you point out, magic. So, you know, yeah. I could see where she was like, she didn't know really what she was looking at. But Lady Catelyn looked scared too, because she was like, what? 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 Uh-huh. You know. So they, at least they flee though. They flee out yeah, the back. She, well, you know, Brian was like, I'm not leaving. And I like what Lady Catelyn said. You cannot avenge him. If you're in the earth. If you're dead. If you're in the so earth. So mm-hmm. we need to bounce. And then I think it's interesting how those same words are repeated by. Yes. By the. Marjorie. Li- uh, 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 by the. Yeah. By Marjorie. Yep. But you know. Dolores. This, yeah. But you know what I noticed? Or to me, what it felt like when Brienne was so upset. Mm-hmm. I know she's upset mm-hmm. that her king died on her watch, whatever. Uh-huh. But to me, she was crying over him like she loved she him. She loved him. Loved but, him. But that's what she meant by she was devoted to devoted. him. I mean, she loved that man. Yeah. You know, it's just that she's like she told uh, Lady Catelyn, don't call me lady because she's not a lady lady. You know, trust, trust me, she know he gay too. You know, but 
she was totally devoted to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what all that crying and moaning was. She was mourning him. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he died. But I like the, the scene with Brienne and, um, and Lady Catelyn later when they're like yes. out in the woods. Yes. And, I love and that scene. They stop for a minute to. Actually, I think that's one of my favorite oh, that, scenes. Oh, that's of one of my episode. favorite scenes of the whole episode. Yeah. Oh, and, and the I've seen it a couple times, but the first time I saw it, and when Brienne drew out her sword and knelt down, I just like, I said, oh, this is just too sweet. I know. It's just too sweet. I love her. She I love her. So- you know, she's matter of fact, yes. but she's, you can't but help but love her because she's so serious with everything. But but she she's sincere. Yeah, that's, that's what it. it is. That's it. She is so sincere. And she told Lady Cat. But what did it was, is when Catelyn told her, she says, you know, uh, Renly's, in, uh, 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 Renly's enemies are my son's enemies, too. And I think that's what helped sway her. Well. That and I think... And she wants revenge. I mean, you know. But I think it goes a little bit deeper, too, because when she was asking Catelyn what she's going to do when they mm-hmm. get to her son, she's mm-hmm. like, well, I'll you know tell him what we saw, and then I'm going to Winterfell because I have two kids there that right. I haven't seen. And then when Brienne said, well, I never knew my mother, she, you know, I never mm-hmm. knew my mother. And then Catelyn told her that her mother also died when she was young in childbirth. Yeah. I like the way she said that, too. My mother died when I was young on the birthing bed. And I thought, that, that's a neat way to put, to put it. Yeah. Because that's what they it call kinda, it. to me, yes. had made them have like a little bond. It did. Because they both grew up without moms. And because Brienne told her. You know, you're one. You're one of the most courageous people I know. Oh, not not battle uh, courage, but you have a woman's courage. Yeah, I like and that. And that, that, you know, I could tell right then. Oh, yeah, they bonded. But they what bonded. I'm saying is, before that scene or that work, that what do you call it? Phrase. Phrase. When she was trying to say, I don't want anyone to hold me back from mm-hmm. Stannis, mm-hmm. and Cat was trying to tell her, look. And she, and then she said, I, "I only got to hold him that one time." Yep. When he was dying, that's another thing you know she yep. loved him. But when Catelyn was trying to shake her out of that shit and say, mm-hmm. "Look, he is gone. Mm-hmm. You cannot," and she said again, "You cannot avenge him from the ground. You cannot yep. do that." I think that kind of turned something well, in Brienne because this, here's someone who doesn't really know her, mm-hmm. another woman she's never really had a mother relationship before. And who's caring about what happens to her. She didn't want her to go fight and be killed. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe that plus the courage and everything else mm-hmm. um, made her think, huh, well, let me bow myself to her. Well, and I also think it's because Catelyn pointed out that Renly's enemies were also, also Rob's, Rob's enemies. enemies. Right. And so... And you could see the wheels in Brienne's mind going, okay, so, you know, I was going to fight Brienne's enemies. I'll just go fight Rob's enemies. But as long as she don't hold me back from killing that daggum Stannis. I don't think she even, nope, she didn't say I'm going to kill Rob's enemy. She said, I don't know your son, Rob, but I know you. Exactly. And, and I pledge myself to yeah, you. Yeah, so she ain't pledging her shit well, to Rob. yeah, but, but she don't, she, yeah, well, she gonna fight for him. Yeah, you well. Know? But I thought that was really, really nice when, uh, I thought it was really, really uh, 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 important, I, I guess would be a word that I would use, of what uh, Lady Catelyn said to her. 
because what she said was probably just what you alluded to, uh, uh, or we got the foreshadowing of when she was talking about she never knew her mother, because Lady Catlin said, I, I, I pledge to you that you will always have yeah. a home in my home and a place at my table. Yeah, I like that. And see, she said that first, and then at the end she said, and I promise I will never ask you to do anything that will dishonor, bring dishonor to you right. or hold you back. Yeah. Uh huh. So, and I thought that was real important, and and uh, I love that scene. And though. I like how she grabbed her hands. I know. Picking up the uh, sword. The sword. Yeah. And Brienne looked a little startled by that. She did, but she liked it though. I, I think. think so. Yeah, because yeah, who wouldn't? Th- that's what women do, though. Well, I mean, not Brienne. Yeah. She ain't believing. And nobody's then, been hugging her. And then I watched it a second time, and and when when Catelyn was saying that. Her eyes were misty, so I bet you that even probably softened Brianna up more because she's thinking she's serious. And she's serious, and she's getting emotional for me. You know what well, I mean? Brienne was serious. Yeah, she was just Brienne, stone serious. I mean, she wasn't misty eyed, but Brienne is no joke, though. But she, I like her. I love her. I she like is. Her. She. Hey, I yeah. hate. She can have yeah. my back anytime, Shit. Brienne. But that as actor, she is. that actress playing her is perfect. Everybody in this effing she show is, is just good. Their facial expression. I, I know mean, it. They're she good. had the same thing to me, kind of like Peter Dinklage. And mm-hmm. her face yes. told so much more than her mouth was yes. saying. Her yeah. eyes expressed a lot more than what her, mm-hmm. you know, it, I just love that. Yeah. She's really good. So good. I like those. And, and wait, those we've only her. seen her for all of t- probably five to ten minutes. In the whole season, I mean, ever so far. Yeah. So and for her to be able to get all that across in that little short of time to me is good. I know, but very anyway, good. I like, I like her. I did too. Okay, let's. So then, Marjorie and Littlefinger and, and Loras. Yeah, you know. Okay, uh, well, of course they're going to mourn him, of course. But I like that Marjorie when she said, "Look, we got to go." I know you are mourning him and stuff, but we got to go. go. And he says, no, I'm going to get revenge and stuff. Uh, you can't do nothing with you if you in the earth. In the grave. From mm-hmm. the grave. From the and grave. Littlefinger is trying to tell him, look, Stannis is on his way. Uh, and you're not even going to get close to him because they're going to get you before he even steps foot on shore. Exactly. So you need to. Which is true. Think about this. Mm-hmm. If you want revenge, do it the smart way. Yeah. Which is, you know, Littlefinger's Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Weasley fool. He get on my nerves. But hey, I was, when Marjorie gonna was Marjorie talking, gonna be just as Weasley though. I know, but I like her Weasleyness better. But I don't know yet. I like her. <laughs> I like her sly looks. But um, oh, she was uh, freaking the whole me time. Out. Littlefinger's talking. I'm thinking, what is this? What is his angle? Yes. What is his angle? But see what freaked me about this scene is after after Loris agreed and he went to ready their little ship or things horses. or whatever horses mm-hmm. then you know she's talking about he calling her your grace she says well really wasn't really a king so I guess I wasn't really a queen and he says do you want to be a queen she said to her now I want to be the, the queen. queen oh hell no so what you gonna do kill Cersei mm. 
No, she she <laughs> no, she said she didn't say all that. I know. But, I you know. know. She wants so she's going to try to weasel herself around whoever she thinks is going to be the next king. Yep. She, she wants to be the she queen. She thought Rimley would be the next king because he had all the men. Everybody mm-hmm. did. They didn't know there was some shadow baby man coming to stab him. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, they're going to have to deal with Melisandre, though. Oh, but she's going to be oh. messed. But anyway, okay. Yeah. So, so, okay, so we got Littlefinger going to the tent and all that. So let's go with, let's go to Cersei. Let, because no, she, wait, before we go to that. She was only in one scene. But wait, before we get to that, one key thing okay. that I liked about the scene with Loras is when Marjorie was trying to tell him to go and he's pissed and he's walking mm-hmm. around and she's like, well, they say that Brienne, that his his guard killed him, that Brienne killed him. He's like, I don't believe that and you don't believe that. That is not what happened. Yeah. I like that he was so quick yeah. to, to know. He knew. He knows. Goes back to your point. He knew she was so devoted to him, to yep. Renly. He And he immediately said, I don't believe that and you know that that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Who had most... And Littlefinger said, who had the most to gain? Mm-hmm. And, of course, he knows. It's Stannis. Yeah. And that's I, why he wasn't going to kill him. I, that little line, I like that. Because yeah. it shows. Right. Loras ain't stupid. No. I mean, he's a little, you know. Hot-headed. And, hot-headed um, and all that stuff. Howdy and stuff. But he is a good swordsman. And, and he's, he's not stupid. And he's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he already peeped that out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I had to bring that up because but that, yeah, that no, was, that that's was, a that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. And then uh, let me bring up one more thing before we move on, and that is at the beginning of that scene when when uh, they show Littlefinger like walking outside and he's going into their tent. Uh-huh. Then you see the ships off right there. Right, he saw them too. Those he's- ships are. Right there, they'll be there in a half a day. Well, you know the ships were just right outside that harbor because yeah. that's how. Uh, Davos rode her up to shore. That's true. That's so yeah, true. they're not that far. Yeah, so they they got to get on with it. Was like, um, it's time to go. It's time for y'all to go. <laughs> and this is the thing I like. Okay, let me just say this kind of to a side, but mm-hmm. this is the thing I like. Once we we're getting into the Catelyn, or excuse me, the uh, gosh, target Cersei. Yeah, Tyrion scene. Yeah. Obviously, time has passed. Yes, because it they has. mentioned Littlefinger has come back and told them what happened. Yes, it took it takes some time for people to get to where they're. You know, mm-hmm. it took some time for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, and that's how they're showing the progression of, of time, time. See, which True Blood should take note of. Yes, they should. You know, <laughs> Alan the Ball. progression of well, it ain't just him, but the yeah. progression of time mm-hmm. can be done, and we don't have to have it slapped us over side the head. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're intelligent enough people. Yeah. If she's saying Littlefinger told us this and this, obviously his ass came back, and it took him a good two, three weeks, or at least a because week. Because even in season one, Robert, when he and Cersei went to see Ned, they mentioned it took him a month. Yeah. So then the next episode we see Yeah, them. because as you notice, even them Kingsguard, they don't gallop too much. Do you they? can't gallop when you're carrying all that crap. <laughs> they just be walking them horses. Yeah, because they're protecting the king. And the yeah. king's in the little, what do yeah. you call that, carriage thing. Yeah. And they're not going that fast. Carrier. So, yeah. you know, when they got, when they showed Ned and the girls going there. Good point. Over two episodes, that took a month yep. for them to get back. Good point. 
so anyway, I like how this how Game of Thrones shows I do the too. progression of time, but without saying, "Hey, y'all, it's two weeks I later." I sleep for six months or whatever yeah, that was, or whatever. in Fairyland or whatever. But anyway, it was a whole year almost. Yeah, yeah, for true. But okay, let's go to Cersei. Oh, she is celebrating. She drinking wine. She laughing. Talking. Oh yeah, he dead. Well, I, you know what? Oh, I, yeah. She was getting I on my nerves. didn't take it that she was celebrating. They were just oh, drinking. Oh, yeah. She was celebrating. She, I, Sister J. Anyway. I didn't take it as she was celebrating. She happy. What I took it as is, as you see the very first scene, she's looking through the little spaces in the wall, the lattice, looking that, at Melisandre, or not uh, Melisandre, Marcella. 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 It's M Y R. My my Mer Marcella. M Y R is my Marcella. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you. I love it when you are wrong because you always go. Oh yeah. <laughs> Was my cellar. No, it's Mer. M Y R. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and, but they um, say Mercella. Okay. Mercella. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Um, mm. Forgot my point. Oh, she was look, watching her and then the kids playing. And, playing. There, and uh, Sansa was down there too. Mm-hmm. And I think she's drinking and I think she was drunk and that's why she was smiling and laughing. I don't think she was celebrating nothing because that doesn't mean anything to her. She's not behind That's Stannis. True. She was half drunk because she's trying to drink her sorrows away because she knows her daughter's about to be sent off, which she brought up again in their conversation. Yeah, she did. She brought it up again. Yeah, so I'm thinking mm-hmm. she's just drinking extra heavily because yeah. she's. That's probably true. I forgot about the fact that that scene did start with her watching up the kids, the kids playing down below. Mm-hmm. In the courtyard, and then her, you know, then Tyrion's trying to tell her what happened, and she's like, "Oh, good for him," you know. She's like, "Oh, whatever," you know. Yeah, she don't true. care. He's trying to talk strategy. Hey, we need to we need to start preparing for this because mm-hmm. now he's got all of Renly's men mm-hmm. on top of his men and ships. Yep, we have to prepare. What are we going to do if they get here, or when? And not if when they get here. She ain't trying to talk about none of that. Mm-mm. Ain't trying to talk about well, actually, it. to me, what she was doing was taunting him, ta- uh, you know, mocking him, telling yeah. him, Oh, you think you so clever, you think you so smart and clever. Well, that was after he said, <laughs> <laughs> but he said, Marcella is sweet and caring, and I don't blame her at all for you. For you, I know, I love the way he said that. I I, I had to throw that back. So I'm like, what? No, I don't blame her at all Not for, for you. you. Uh huh. You think you're so, so smart and clever. clever. You think you're so. What did she say? Your schemes and your plots. And he says, so those are the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> Just like a brother and sister would bicker. I about. know it. I know it. And then she, uh, but, but see, when she called herself being cute, see, see, well, uh, the king has got something for standards. He says, well, what is he planning? Well, you know, it's the king. And she said something like, well, it's the king's prerogative to withhold information from the council. So, see, all that did was send him searching for the information. That's right. all. That's mm-hmm. all she did. She thought she was being clever. She did. Because did you see a little smirk? Yeah. 
Yeah, she She's thought like, she was being clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. Which leads us to Tyrion and Lanzo. Oh, that was a hilarious scene. When he's in. Well, he, you know what? Honestly, I feel kind of bad for Lanzo. I do not at all. He's not mean like Joffrey, but I do feel kind of bad for him. I don't feel bad for him. Honestly, Lanzo is a young, basically, kid. And she's grown. So that scene last week, I didn't mention this. When Tyrion is tricking him into telling him mm-hmm. about all the stuff, it's like, and um, finding out that he slept with her and all mm-hmm. that. The little guy is right. Hey, I did what I was told. He and he's like, "Oh, you were forced." Well, no, he might not have been forced, but he was still molested basically because he's a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's still, yeah. it's still coercion, even though. Yeah, it's not. But anyway, I know. So when Tyrion said that, I was kind of. I mean, I like Tyrion, and I love how he tricks people into telling him stuff. But I was thinking that last week. I was like, well, but you know, he is supposed to be a young kid, a young boy, and she is supposed to be thirty, probably or thirty-five. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, I don't feel sorry for him. But they was but, in. They was in that carrier. And, but I'm going to jump to the uh, toward the end of the scene. What cracked me up the most is when he finally when he finally. Push Lasso out that carrier. It was already on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Jay. Wait a minute. Because you know Look how. Jay, you stop. Know. Stop. <laughs> Jay, stop. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. We're not doing that again. That was hilarious to me. Oh, that was so funny because, you know, usually royalties carry up in the air. You know, oh my God, that was hilarious to me. I thought, well, damn, he's already on the ground. <laughs> and he just pushes him out of his little carriage. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> you got to admit, that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You think my stomach hurt. <laughs> okay. Why do you do this every week? Because he does he does he does shit like that. <laughs> they write the scenes, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Cut that one out. No. <laughs> what I was, what I was <laughs> that I felt sorry. Oh god, oh, you are awful. <laughs> that why is that awful? You and Sarah, I think it's Sarah. What is that awful? He always talk about his size oh. every time. Hey, you know what? The producers or director, whoever, obviously felt that that was necessary because it was already on the ground. And usually those little those little silk you know silk line little carrier things they ain't on the ground. Don't get me started again. Anyway, oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say that scene when Lance was trying to tell him about the wildfire. Yeah. I didn't know what that was, of course, at first. But when he was saying, I swear on my life, 
Oh, yeah, Tyrion, that's funny. Tyrion said, well, I don't care about your life. Yeah, I don't care about your I, life. I felt kind of bad for him. Then. I did not laugh when he said that. <clears throat> I said, oh, that's cold. <sighs> he says, well, then I swear on it. He started naming off all these old gods and stuff, you know. I thought, mm, that's cold-blooded. <clears throat> that is cold-blooded. It is, but... Mm. But Bless you know God. what? I don't blame Tyrion though, because I mean he's been spying for Cersei all this time. Yeah, Lancel. So I don't feel sorry for his ass at all. And he the one that spiked that wine for that Robert. is true. That is he's true. the one that did that I shit. Forgot. Yeah, that is. I don't true. feel sorry for his little punk ass. <clears throat> but again, back to my point, he is a kid. Uh, I don't care. Now I mean, you know, Joffrey's a kid, but see, Joffrey's different. He's doing it on his own. Anybody telling him to be evil? Yeah, well, we ain't we ain't to Joffrey yet, but anyway. I know. Okay, so the next time we see Tyrion, uh, he <laughs> and Bronn are taking a little stroll down the sidewalk or, or uh, down the street. Yes. And they stop and hear this little preacher. I thought that was a hilarious scene because that was a good Tyrion time. for all of his smarts and cunning and stuff. He didn't realize they was talking about him. I didn't either. Oh yeah, <laughs> talking about little monkey. But I like oh, what yeah, that yeah, little yeah. guy said. He says <clears throat> the brother and sister lay in the royal bed together, and we're surprised when the fruit of their incest is rotten. Exactly, rotten, rotten king. Rotten king. Yep. That's right. I like that. And I mean, you know, he, he's right. Mm-hmm. And, but then he started talking about the little monkey. Well, yeah, of course you knew that was a... Uh, no, I didn't. A demon. When he said demon monkey, I was like, okay. And then when Bron said, well, I'm oh. talking about you, that's when I realized that they were talking about Tyrion. And Tyrion's like, well, I'm trying to save these people. What are they talking about? Well, but hey. But that scene, <clears throat> after that, and Braun told him that they're talking about him. Mm-hmm. I started thinking, well, Tyrion needs to quit walking around damn town then. Because, uh-huh. you know, yeah. <clears throat> obviously people are going to know who he is. Because that's why, to me now, what, the reason I laughed at that scene, and that's because when the preacher guy, whatever he was, was saying all that stuff and he would start talking <laughs> about the little monkey, I immediately thought of Tyrion because he's the little one. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? And I'm sure that's why he was talking about him like that. But anyway, so Bron and uh, Tyrion go to, to the pyromancer. And yes, he's, I like that little pyromancer. I like that little pyromancer. He says, wow, hey, our order. He says, our order doesn't deal in pig shit. So they got a whole, like, a, the religious order thing. Like a convent or something. People making that stuff. Making that, those little bomb bottles. Well, that's where I took it. <clears throat> well, yeah, he's got a team of people doing. Yeah, it. that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this shit is serious. <coughs> he said they got seven thousand eight hundred and eleven <coughs> jars. But he said it's ser- this stuff melts stone, steel, mm-hmm. skin, flesh, flesh. Mm-hmm. So it's well, skin is flesh. Right, but, right, right. So that stuff is serious. It's like a napalm bomb. Like if you threw napalm on somebody, I don't know. Well, but, that's what they used in Vietnam, and yeah, it incinerated everything. That's some serious, <clears throat> serious, serious. And, but stuff. I did like what Braun said, even though Braun was kind of—he was kind of rude with rude it. with it. And I like the little guy goes, "I don't like your friend," or "Your friend is rude," or what he said. Yeah, your friend has no manners, or something like <clears throat> that. But Braun was right. He says war is messy. People shit. People freak out. People run. They drop stuff. So they could really 
you could have you could blow your own self blow, up thank you mm-hmm. i couldn't think of the words you could blow your own self up. that's what he was saying you could blow your own self up trying to get this stuff now this thrown is over what i didn't Dennis. get i didn't get this part hmm. even when i watched it again okay when they finally go into the room and Tyrion sees all that <laughs> stuff mm-hmm. piled away and he says <clears throat> you know i agree with my friend here this could lay King's Landing low. Mm-hmm. And then he said, <clears throat> from now on, you won't make it for her anymore. You're going to make it for me. Right. Why? Because he wants to control that. Yeah. He wants to control that. He wants to control. He <laughs> intends to control when it is used, if it is used ever, and when it is used and how it is used. Because the, when they first went into the room <laughs> and, and he was looking at the little glass jar of it and he mm-hmm. says, well, this don't look like nothing, you know. And that pyromancer was telling him how they use it. They fling it on the ships. They can they can throw it by hand. They can they can shoot it by an arrow. He was naming these different ways that they could use it. See, yeah. and then he was telling him because it'll burn everything. It'll burn cloth, steel, <clears throat> rock, you know, flesh and everything. So, mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, how is he gonna keep that from Cersei? I mean, how is he gonna say you're only making this for me now, uh, and be- not expect Cersei to know? What he don't really care. I don't think about her knowing. The reason why he can do that and have it enforced is uh, Bronn. Well, yeah, and he's the hand of the king, so he can yeah command. And everybody mm-hmm. in King's Landing obeys the hand of the king. Because that's like, oh, yeah, they do. Well, except for Varys and them who are sneaking behind doing shit. They Ned. Well, like I said, except for those that's running around sneaking sneaking shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, otherwise, they do. So, I thought that was pretty good. I'm just, you know, because, you know, Sarah keeps saying, you know, your little piece of paper ain't going to help you or... You know, I know you're only here temporarily until, <clears throat> you know, how does he expect that he can do all these different things and Cersei not first catch wind of it, second, try to do something to him? Because he's already done things unbeknownst to her. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> you know, he's already, and I told you, and it was confirmed in his conversation with Cersei, he already made that deal with with Marcella. And the yeah. dude at the Dorn. So when he told Pycelle that, he already figured Pycelle was the one who was the traitor. Could be. But he wanted to see. <clears throat> yeah, you know? that could be. And he wanted confirmation. Well, he got confirmation because Pycelle was the only one he told the truth. She, yeah. She's going to Dorn. You know. Yeah. And and uh, he told her because she, as you pointed out, with Cersei, she mentioned it again when when they was you know in that room and, and he says it's done. <clears throat> again, he says it's, it's done. Already done. It, it's already done. You're talking about yeah, yeah. It's already done. You know. Well, he's saying that's <clears throat> the safest place for her to be. Yeah, which, which is, is probably true because war is coming because those ships are there. It's coming. Okay, let's talk about Stannis. Golly. Now, where's the witchy woman? I kind of like... Because she wasn't nowhere there. Of course, she's probably trying to recover from that from that. that shadow baby. You know? Um. Yeah, I was just going to say, she's probably recovering from giving birth to mm-hmm. that baby. But 
man, whatever. Whatever. But um, I liked a couple of things that Stannis said. Mm-hmm. You know, Davos is telling him that he's sorry for his brother, and yeah. people are mourning him. And Stannis is like, yeah, they're fools. But he says, yeah, I'm, I'm, I regret or I'm mourning the boy I used to know, yeah. not the man he came to be. And I liked the mm-hmm. way he said that. Mm-hmm. Although I liked Rinley, but I liked the way he said it. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. mourning too, but I'm not mourning the man that we saw the other day that was yeah. talking about I was a ham. I'm <laughs> talking about the brother I grew up with from birth on. Yeah. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like that part. Mm-hmm. Well, but Davos is trying to tell him, uh, yo, red woman done did some shit in the cave. Stannis is like, I don't want to know. Stannis don't want to know. I don't want to know. He I don't want to hear. He knows she used some kind of magic he or knows. something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I thought it was astute of um, Davos to try to tell him, look, if you uh, marching up into King's Landing with her by your side, then the victory's going to be hers. Because everybody already say that she whispers in your ear and then you do whatever she say. Mm-hmm. And did you notice he was thinking about it, too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he, then he come back and say, okay, yeah, I will not be taking the red woman with me, but uh, you're you going to have to lead. You're you going to have to lead the lead ship. That's what he told him. Yeah, he wants mm-hmm. him to lead the ship, and he's he says, "Well, I've never let a. Sh- I've always been trying to avoid getting caught. Yeah, avoid getting caught, run away from him, you know." And he says, "Well," and Stannis again repeated a line that that Meister that got killed or that drank that poison. Yep. said in that um, loyal service means telling hard truths. Yep. And I liked what Stana said, too. And he said, well, hard truths go, bo- go, goes both ways. Both ways, baby. Mm-hmm. And then when when Davos left, they showed Stana, you know, kind of sitting there thinking. But to me, he looked sad. Mm-hmm. And, well, in my opinion, he was mm-hmm. looking sad for Renly, I think. I think sad that he had to do what he had to do to get what he thinks I, is rightly his. I, but... I didn't take it like he was looking sad to me. Oh. I take it like he was thinking further about what Davos said. And and to me, that look said, okay, he's right. How am I going to deal with her? Because I know what she, she can do. Thank you. So how am I going first, to deal with her? First of all, when... Cause, when and um, how is he going to deal with Davos her? Davos said that it may be true. <laughs> And as soon as Stannis said, okay, I won't take her, I was thinking, bullshit, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. Throw her off the boat? I don't know. They're not going all the way back to... No, no, no. He didn't mean on the boat. I don't think. He her, meant... If she's on the boat, yeah. when they get to King's she Landing... She's going to be up in King's she Landing. She's going to be in King's Landing. So, yeah. you either got to leave her where they are now, mm-hmm. which that ain't going to happen. She ain't going to let that no. happen. But, you know, when he said it, I was thinking, fool... You just don't know. She gonna be there. She wanna be there. She gonna be there. And she want to, babe, babe, believe me. Because mm-hmm. she wanna do just what Davos said. She wanna take over. Okay, let's talk about my least favorite scene of the whole thing. Oh, which one? Theon Greyjoy. Oh, okay. Golly. What a rat. Actually, that was a, actually, that was a pretty good scene. I didn't like it. I mean, I don't like Theon, but that was a interesting scene. I, I I didn't like it. It, 
To me, it was just so predictable. You know, you got these roughneck dudes that's been on, you know, out to sea numerous times, obviously. They obviously quite, quite content and capable of running a whole boat, raping and pillaging all by themselves. <clears throat> and then he's going to come up in there trying to prove that he's just as good an Iron Man as everybody else, born of iron or whatever the hell they, they call themselves. And talking all this shit. Yeah. I would have laughed at his ass, too. Well, that dude's teeth was... Oh, they was jacked. <laughs> Ruined. They was jacked up. Yes. Mm. And even that, his little first mate, the one that says, I'll take you over. Yeah. He had some bad teeth, too. Dog, Dagmer. Mm. Well, the only part of that scene that kind of irritated me was Yara. That was irritating to me, too. Because I'm like, look, it's time for her to get over that. Ha, ha, ha. And then why did she even go there if all she did was walk around, walk around him, and go back up? That's all she did. None of her shit was there. (laughs) I think she was going past him, Miranda. No, none of her shit was there. The reason, because she wanted to rub his nose in the Well, yeah, I know. But but, um, I'm just tired of that. I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I can. You know. I have more men. I'm. I'm gonna be commanding more ships, and I know they're loyal to me. They're, I have thirty ships. You got one, and they will stay on deck for a year if I ask them to. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. I. I mean, he he needs that because he's too damn cocky. Even still, even when that scene started, he's cocky. Yep. But still, we don't need to see it every scene that she's in. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah, and, that's true. But the part that um, was interesting to me was how he quickly was thinking, huh, well, this whatever place that they're supposed to be going to is close to Torrin Square, which is in the north, which is close to King's Land. Or uh, Winterfell. Winterfell, excuse me. <clears throat> so when he said that, I'm thinking, because when he said it, he kind of trailed, he stopped talking, and he was looking like, oh, yeah. Because he said, well, we can go to Torn Square, but we can only take it for like one or two days before uh, Winterfell sends some men to defend it. And he said, and then we can, and he stopped talking. I was like, don't you effing go to Winterfell, MFR. Of course they are. Of course. Because mm-hmm. he knows all the men are gone. Fighting only uh-huh. uh, Brand and Brie Connor there. <laughs> yep. Oh, the MFR. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he knows all about he knows them. All they business. All about them. So that's what's going to make and the betrayal even worse. Why don't they got no spies? You said that guy? last time. No, no, no. Did I? Yeah. They don't have no spies on his butt. Why'd they send him all alone? They didn't take nobody that could send a raven or something. Mm hmm. And tell them, hey, watch out for Theon's ass. That's because they're they're trusting him. Rob is. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I don't like him, though. No, I don't like him either, but that was an interesting When he does get killed, then, you know, that'd be a good thing. Okay, and... and Well, we don't know that he does. No, 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 but I'm just saying, at some point... At some point, he will. I'm sure he will. So, since we talked about uh, Theon Greyjoy going to... 
to that little uh, uh, town close to Winterfell, why don't we talk about Bran? I like this little boy, though. He is so cute. Bran? Bran Stark. Yeah, I like him. He is so cute. Yeah. And, and he is... This is what gets me, though. Poor little thing, though. But he, but he has no choice. What What's he, what, about 10? 10, 11? Mm. And he's having to conduct business, just like... Yeah, because he's, the, he's only, the head of the family he's or something. The head of the family that's there. Yeah, and I just thought I just felt kind of bad for him though. But he's doing good though, and you can tell that he reasons stuff out. Yeah, he he, he is very well. Uh, he's fair. Learned, he's learned from his dad. No, he's learned from that guy that's with him. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, his little meister. Yeah, and I don't know what his name is. But yeah, he's learned because yeah. that first. Uh, episode that he's watching him uh-huh. and um, he's like why do we have to sit and listen to these people <laughs> Meister Meister Lewin is his name yeah and he told him well I mean this is part of it and you don't want to be here all day so mm-hmm. offer a solution so they can move on but uh, okay this was the most interesting part of that whole scene to me and that was the very beginning when the man is asking for help from Bran because all, uh, of course his sons are all fighting the war and he says and the wolves come down every night and yeah. take my sheep this year there's lots more wolves and I was thinking ooh yeah more dire wolves he didn't say he said he wolves, just said wolves yeah. uh-huh. and they're taking my sheep yeah but I mean we know them big ass dire wolves eat meat well what I started thinking about was too where is Nymeria She's out there somewhere. That's that's Arya's wolf. Yeah. So maybe she's come back home and she's helping eat up stuff. I don't think so. I think if anything, she's leading a pack of wolves. Because because when she went out, I mean, she she would have to be out there in the country. So well, she could have made it home by now. I, I we have seen no indication. No. But I start she's thinking, what, in if, what if she's back and that's the extra wolves that he's hearing or seeing or whatever? No, I mean, it could be. Who knows? I'm just, Who knows? I'm just making up stuff. But then, yeah, I know. But okay. But I thought it was really good of, of Bran to reason out by himself. Okay, look, why don't we... He says, I can give you two orphan boys and if you can provide them with room and board, then that'd be good. They can help watch over was, your flock. Yeah, they can watch over your sheep. And the man... But I'm thinking, shit, what's the what's orphan going to do with wolves? Nothing. Well, I'm sure he got some some weapons or something. Yeah. I mean, those wolves ain't stupid. They don't want... They don't want to be effing with man. Mm. You know what I mean? But They're anyway. So then, enough. that's when the... That's when the one guy from... Sir Roderick. Yeah. He runs in and says, you know, that one little torn town or whatever it's called is under square. Yeah, under siege and they need you know, they, he they needs need a man. Back up. Mm-hmm. So Brian and tells Meister him, Lewin Lewin is like, uh, but we don't really have many people to spare now. But I like Brand's answer though. He says, If we don't protect the people, how how do we expect for them to, to you know, protect us? Right to to give us the, their loyalty, which that that the guy who was asking he seemed real pleased with that. Sir Roderick, mm-hmm. yes, he seemed real pleased with that because that was some good reasoning. 
Yeah. And then he said, I thought it was cute when he says, okay, I want to go ride my little horse before it gets too dark. So, <laughs> oh, hold on. Ride. <laughs> yeah. Hold, hold on. on. And what is that foreign woman's name? Asha. Asha. Osha. Osha. Asha. And she knows some stuff, but um, she just don't want to tell him. She don't. But I thought it was really interesting when he, he said he, he dreamed of a three-eyed raven. Well, he's been, we've been seeing that. Right. A three-eyed raven, he was trying to tell her stuff, and she was looking all, looking at him like, oh, shit. That's the way the look was said to me. Like, No, oh, she looked shit. like that when he told her about his dream. Yeah. Where he saw the ocean come up to Winterfell mm-hmm. and all the dead bodies mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, the ocean is far away. He's like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just a dream. He's trying to play it off. But I took it to mean the ocean would be Theon. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> oh my goodness. He get ready to push you out. <laughs> we're watching on HBO Go. Oh my god. We have it playing while we're going. In oh my god. Oh my god. Stop. Okay. But um, when Bran said that, mm. I took it to mean. <laughs> she covered up the screen. I took it to mean um, the ocean meeting coming up to Winterfell, that that yes. would be Theon. And his, what do you call him, sailors, coming up to Winterfell to take it over. Yeah. And That's everybody what I thought he meant, killed. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> apparently, that's what's going to happen. Because he sent off all the men yeah. that they do have left. Yeah. Which is what Theon said they would do. Yeah. They'll send men to defend it. And then Winterfell and will I be unprotected. I wonder what's going to happen. Because guess who's on their way to Winterfell? Yeah, Bri- but she Brienne and Lady Cat. She can't fight all them MFers. Shit, you don't know that. She good, but shit, she, she ain't good. that good. She good. We'll see, I yeah. hope. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, so okay. that was good. And then do you notice Osha, Asha, whatever, did not answer him. She did not answer him. And, and, and when he comes up with those kind of dreams and stuff, she, she looks at him like, kind of like, She's a, afraid to answer, and then kind of like she's she she just doesn't want to answer. You know what I mean? But sometimes I get the feeling like she's a little bit leery of him when he's telling her this stuff. I don't think that's it. I think she's scared of what he's seeing mm-hmm. because she—that's what I mean. Well, not of him, but of of what he's seeing is going to happen because she knows some shit's coming. Yeah, that's true. And she's like. Well, shit, I didn't think it'd be that soon or that bad, but mm-hmm. she knows some stuff's coming. So, okay, who you want to talk about next? Um, let's get to the... Do you want to do the Starks? Or, excuse me, Jon Snow? Sure. Next? Sure. Because we don't really get much of them, but they're in the... They're frozen in, wasteland. They are in... North, and, north, north of and, the wall. And they, they decide to... Um, Make camp at this little mountaintop area that's called the Fist of the First Men. Of course, I got that off the HBO Go, but so that's what all that conversation was with with Sam, pitiful Sam, talking about. I wonder what the first men did. Blah blah blah. They said, "How do you know all this stuff? I read it in a book." Oh God, that was when they were talking about the horns. I know. I just am so over you, him. I know. You don't like him, but I do. Mm, yeah, well. 
And I like how he's always so cheerful and they're like, ooh. We I like what the somebody. one guy said. He you said, know what? I hate Stop person. talking. That's what he said. Sister Jane. He did. He says, oh, God, stop talking. But he also said, oh, I hate when somebody's in love or I hate new love or something like that. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But um, I thought it was interesting when they were looking for that corn guy, corn half hand. Uh-huh. I kept thinking, well, shit, ain't nobody asked about Uncle, what's his name? Benjamin. Benjamin for a while. That's true. And when they did get to that half-hand corn guy, mm-hmm. ain't nobody said, hey, have you seen my uncle? <laughs> have you seen Benjamin Stark running around up here in your travels? That is nobody true. Nobody said that. I mean, I'm assuming they did, but they didn't show anyone saying it. Well, that, that's a good point. that was my first question. That's a good point. But no, they didn't say that. Anyway. But what he says to them, though, made sense to me. Because he said, you know, those wildings and everything, they are they are assembling. And we don't want to have to fight them at the wall. So mm-hmm. I need to take a couple men, sneak into their camp tonight. They ain't sneaking and, nothing. And kill as many of them as we can. Well, kill the lookout. Yeah, but they ain't killing nothing. Well, I don't know. I don't know how they think they're gonna sneak anywhere. I, yeah, because every time they take a, every time they walk, that it's crunching. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that snow is crunching, so you can hear and that. And John, of course, is like, "Oh, let me go, let me go." Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know. I guess he would be more suited to that than being a steward. I thought what Mormont did though was. He was he was kind of mocking him, though. Uh huh. He was when he says, "Oh, he, hopefully you're a better." Yeah, he looked at him. He says, "You got your knife taken away, and the old man beat you." Because he's trying to teach him something. Shit. No. Don't be, Sister <laughs> J. Is exactly what we were saying the other day. <laughs> he be running off out the effing mouth too damn much, and he don't listen. <laughs> He always want to be running something, and he ain't running nothing. He's trying to tell him, look, you ain't no ranger yet. That's true. You got your ass beat. By old man. By old man. And I like what the corn guy said. He goes, oh, well, Crowster is a, uh, he is a tough old coot. Yeah, he's a, tough, he old is a tough old something. Yeah, that's true. And when he kept saying, I killed a white. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the corn guy's like, "Oh, you're the one." So obviously, it's yeah, legendary. Did you know? Yeah, you know. Come think of it, he did say, "Oh, uh-huh. you're the one." Yeah. So that was that, that was, was interesting. Good. So John Snow's going to be a ranger. He's going to go with that little small group of rangers. If oh. if he quit talking, quit talking mess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have but that one, one. Yeah, we really didn't short have scene nothing. Then. Okay, let's do Daenerys and the dragon. Crazy. I like that girl. I like that girl. Said she's not a princess. She's a Khaleesi. I, I like that. I'm thinking, yeah. Uh, Ziri, Ziri, whatever her name yeah, is. She whatever. needed to calm her ass down. I know. But it was so cute when it was feeding that dragon. Uh, she, she trying to teach him how to fire up his little food. Now, I didn't know if Dracarys was his name or that was the word for 
Light it up, baby. That's the word for light it light up. Light it up, baby. She's teaching him the word for light it up, I yep. think. Yeah, that's not his name, Oh, he was so cute. He was so cute. So oh, cute. It was, I, yeah, I like seeing that. And their CGI that. was pretty good, I thought. Huh? The, the, the special effects. I know it. Look real. I mean, it looked, looked really real. good. Because then when she said... Uh, it's time for him to sleep because the other girl was going to play with him, and, and he just walked into her hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when she said he really loves you, that's when that little Ziri chick was like mm-hmm. rolling her eyes. Yeah, and she stuff. started rolling eyes. I was thinking, oh shit, okay, here's some stuff coming. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they're both trying to one up each other. They are. They are. But you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> but that was a funky ass dress that Zaro gave her. But everybody had one. I know. Ooh, it Lord. wasn't funky yeah, compared to what she had on. It was beautiful. Jen. Well, I like her Dothraki clothes. No, but. that stuff is all old, matted up, and dirty. Well, I don't mean those particular ones, but you know the way they dress. It was light and flowy and airy. I liked it. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody at that garden party, they sure was colorful, wasn't they? <laughs> they had a whole bunch of clashing colors. <laughs> well, you know, who, <laughs> you know who freaked me out? Two people. The chick with the mask on her face. The warlord, warlocks. And the warlocks. Yeah, who the hell was this chick with the mask on her face? I don't know, but she was freaking me out. Like, and she freaked out Jorah, too. <laughs> business he said no, well who are you she said don't worry about all that yeah don't uh, worry about me i know you dora mormont yeah you love her uh-huh you watching over her well you need to mm-hmm. but i like what she said because i've been saying that too uh you have why do you think they let your ass in here she they said want them dragons that's what she said she said you and need to protect her because they're gonna uh, a lot of people gonna be lusting after them dragons, dragons. We know. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised anybody trying to snatch one yet. That's the only reason that. What's his name? Zaro. 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 Only reason I'm up. Marry me. <sighs> now you know what I said, Green, but I can't say it on that. <laughs> I just say, black man, please. That's what I would say. I was so disappointed. I said, what the hell? Of course, he wants to control the dragons, but still, that's just stupid. I don't even know if it's that. Yeah, that it, it's yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I figure. It's yeah, that. Yeah. He wants to control but, the dragons because she says, oh, what a romantic proposal. He said, you know, I'm married for love the first time, but the, the gods took her from me. So this is a business well, arrangement, my baby. What I would have said was bust that key out and open the ship so I can see what I'm marrying. <laughs> I would. I would no. say I need you to open this dough because I need to see <laughs> if there is one gold piece or five million gold pieces. Yeah. I mean, how come we didn't open it up? He says, all of that could be yours if you marry me. Um, well, I need to see what it is I'm marrying because mm-hmm. you're going to be getting my babies. Well, he said it's enough to buy you horses, ships, everything you need. To get you home. To rule, no, he said to rule the seven kingdoms. Yeah. And then he started laying, laying down all the information. Uh, Robert Baratheon's dead. No. And this, and this, Before and this. even that, because he said, well, I'm married for love. And I thought, okay, he just wants to marry probably like Marjorie and Renly. But then 
he pulled out the our kids will be princes and princesses. Yeah. Oh shit! No, he wants uh-huh. this to be a real marriage. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, he wants to control them dragons yep. and then solidify that shit. Just like because just just like them ballers' wives do what they do. Marry one of them ballers and then you have a baby right away. I don't solidify that shit. No. He knows once he's married to her, he can do whatever because he's the man. That's right, and that's what I think his thought was. Well, of course it is. Even if we didn't agree to whatever, once we're married, I could tell her to exactly. do whatever. Because do he already asked her when they were strolling over to the boat. Uh, you know, your manservant is in love with you. Yeah. And she said, he's not my manservant. He's my, he's my uh, Advi- advisor. Advisor and my friend. And he, mm-hmm, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. You know, so you could tell already. And when he said that, and and I'm thinking, oh yeah, see, this is gonna be about power and control. You watch, mm-hmm. you know. And then so the the next scene is what I like. It's and, and and that is later on that evening when she's talking to Jorah about it, and uh, he's Jorah's just mad. He mad, and you can hit. Oh man, mm. what? well because he does love her. He does love her, but yeah, I love that scene because she realized then. Oh shit. Well, it was what only he when he said, "Yeah, sometimes I look at you and I can't believe you're real." Uh, <laughs> and I thought, oh, oh, oh Lord. Why did you say that, Jora? Because. But he's it right. It just kind of slipped out. You I know? Like, but he's right. He's right. You can't take... I know you think this is your last offer or the best offer you're going to get, but Mm-mm. shit, you got to do this on your own because these... I, oh, and he said it just exactly the way it is, too. Yeah. He said, you think they're going to give you all this for nothing? Yeah. These kind of people don't get what they got right now. Mm-hmm. That man can't have all this luxury for, t- for giving more than he's getting. Yeah. So, <laughs> what did we know, say? Boop! <laughs> so you know he's wanting more than he's telling you lady. oh so absolutely we need to do this on our own I was thinking the same thing do it your own way mm-hmm. say thank you so much for your hospitality but now I need to go on where I saw y'all have a beach I need to go see if I can get me a boat <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. when I get my kingdom back I'll give you some money <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> and I like the scene with her little people talking about we gonna steal this uh, bird statue. Oh, they were so funny. She's like, we're not gonna do that. He's like, well, no, we're gonna wait till we leave. <laughs> oh, that was good, but yeah, I don't trust the Z- Zaro Zoan Doxo. But it was also interesting because uh, when <clears throat> when the warlock. Came up to her Ooh. and introduced himself he and was stuff. Freaky! I kept saying, "Don't look at that thing that he put in your uh-huh. hand." Girl. Now, that's what I said. But I think they would be the ones, probably, other than or maybe in cahoots with Zaro, because Zaro said he's one of the thirteen, and I had to invite him. Yeah. So they must not to get along or, or, or something. Anyway, but the other people seem kind of scared of them. To me, even well, though they it's magic, right? But I think he'd be more inclined to try to jack with the, uh, with the dragons. 
because you know, he's already into that, you know, magic and stuff. I don't know. I'm just surprised that so far nobody has tried to jack him. Not yet. She just got there. But still, while she had the party, who else? All her people was there. They could easily sneak in there and try to snatch one. So she needs to be careful. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so <laughs> we're on to Aria. One of the my other favorite scene of the episode. My Aria and Tywin. Tywin and well, first of all, I like Tywin. Yeah, you know, he's, he's growing a, on me. I like the guy, and I, I know I don't know his name, but I like the guy who plays him. He's been mm-hmm. in other show, movies. Mm-hmm. He's just so commanding. He is. His eyes are piercing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He just has a presence about him that I kind of like, even though I know he's a Lannister. Well, I like him because even though he is one of them pesky Lannisters, though, but he's a smart one. He's smart. He is really a smart one. And he's just <clears throat> a no-nonsense person. Yeah. You know? And I like the fact when he was telling... The, uh, his little council sitting at his table, uh, er, everybody, and he included himself, everybody underestimated this Rob this Stark. Rob. But, you know, he's he's not only proven to be very good in warfare, but all his men are loyal to him. They love him. And mm-hmm. I like what he told the one guy, he goes, well... Oh, yeah. uh, that was funny. He says, reports from the North say that the people are upset about the war, and he said, well, I'm sure if someone came and listened to the South, they'd say the same thing. He said, this is a war. Ain't nobody happy. Yeah. I mean, duh. Duh. Uh, we need to get some sleep because we've been here all day. And he said, well, you know Ooh, what? He jumped him back, oh, he said, he? And he said, Look, if, and if you wasn't my relative. My cousin. Ooh, your head would be on a spike. Mm, mm, mm. Damn, said, the dude just said he was tired. <laughs> he said, Why don't you get on up and go see your wife? Well, my wife's in Lannisport. Yeah, well, then you, you need to be right now, then. I mean, the dude, all he said was, We need some rest. Oh, <laughs> oh, we need some rest. Oh, well, take your bitch ass on. Take your ass on. And if you want my effing cousin, I'd kill your ass. I mean, I was like, Good Lord. Oh, he jumped Why him. Did he have to hey, jump his ass that he bad? He jumped him quick. He jumped Because he's testy. Because he loses. <laughs> He ain't winning like he thought he was woo, going to. You know? You know, I laughed because I was thinking, well, <laughs> damn. The dude couldn't even say he was tired, mm-hmm. sleepy, stung or but something. You know my favorite part of that whole scene. Oh, yes. My favorite part is when he was saying to Aria, oh, girl, uh, girl, where you from? Where you from? And she she named something, and he's asking maiden, her. Maiden. And and when he says, "What's their sigil?" and she can't repeat it, he said, "Where are you from? You you from the north, aren't you?" And I was thinking, shit, she can't say Winterfell. No, she can't. She can't. But she did that slick oh, though. That was good. But the best part is when he said, "What did they say about Rob Stark?" And when she was oh, telling him, yes. oh, she said, "They say that he's rides on a wolf. That he rides on a dire, dire wolf." wolf. And that some he say he can even change into, into a, wolf. a wolf. But when he asked and, her. And she said, and they say he can't be, be he killed. He can't die. He can't be killed. And, and says, well, do you believe that? She's like, no. Anyone. Anyone can be. But it was the way she was looking at him. him. She's staring him down. Yes, she And did. he's staring at her, but she didn't blink an eye. She no. stared his ass down. And I thought, you go, girl. I know, I like and that. He, but he liked it, too, though. He uh-huh. was looking at her like. This, this, yeah. little, this little chick is crazy. And then, 
And who broke the stair? He did. He, did. he said, go fetch that water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she wait. And when she turned around, she was still looking at You know how they... Side eye. eye. <laughs> <laughs> she gave him the side eye. I said, ooh, you go, girl. I he said, gave you him the side quit. eye. You better quit because he's a little bit nicer than that fool in the cage. Oh, boy. Well, not the cage, but the... Uh, um, the torture people. Yeah, the, the torture people. Okay. But I like that scene. and I, I and love I, that but scene. But when he was asking, I was thinking, shit, does he know who she is? But I don't think so. I don't and think then, so. I don't really, this is my other thing. Does she really know who he is? Yes. She knows that he's a Lannister. And, and, and that he's probably the dad. He's the dad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She knows who he is. Yeah. So that, but yes, I really like that scene because she's quick on her feet. She is very she quick. And then when she told him the second place, mm-hmm. she already had the sigil and, the, and, and everything, everything already, ready. already mm-hmm. for him. So yeah, that was good. That was a good way and for her to you, you cover. know what? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of in season one. Well, even in season two, though. But in season one, we would see a uh, uh, brand being tutored. By, by his meister in the lessons and stuff. Uh-huh. And they would make them learn all of the different areas and yes. the bannermen and their sigils and all that stuff. And Arya was supposed to be doing that too, but she wanted to fight. Yep. Do her sword fighting yeah. instead. And so when she couldn't think of the sigil on that, I was... I, I immediately thought of that scene and thought, mm-hmm, I bet she's she thinking, damn, studying. I should have been studying. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That was so good. That was good. So on her way to fetch the water... Oh, yes. This man is cute. He is Something really about him cute. is really intriguing. To yeah, me. but anyway, she encounters she encounters the man that she let out of the cage. One of the three prisoners that she let out of the cage, and one that said, "Boy, you know, give me that axe." Him. He always says, "Lovely boy." Yeah, lovely boy. And what's his name? <laughs> He's the one you said was a pedophile. I know. Well, I'm still not. I'm still not convinced that he ain't though. But huh? I, I don't think he is. But still, he's still kind of. His name is uh, Jack, Jack and Hagar. Yeah, Jackin. I think that's how you pronounce it. But okay. He yeah, is really cute though. Yeah, there's something intriguing and sexy about him. Yeah, I, I don't I know think what. so too. But this is my. Okay, go ahead. You I, uh, go ahead and start. Okay. Well, anyway, so you know, he's he's saying things to her well, like. For, wait, okay. Okay, so hold on. Let me interrupt you. So I'll go ahead and start because mine is before they start talking. Okay. She's going to get the water. She sees him coming with some other people. She kind of ducks back. But she tries to. He walks past her with his, with his helmet. Mm-hmm. And then she runs down to get the water. And when she gets there, the helmet is sitting on top of the water. Yep. How that MF get his helmet on there so quick? Because, okay, this is what, this is the way I interpret it. When she saw him, she tried to minimize herself you know press herself against the wall she tried to shrink so he wouldn't see her but he had already seen her that doesn't explain he walks because he's quick well something he walked past her and the next thing you know and she's down there getting the water his helmet is on the water barrel because he get and he was holding the helmet as he walked past her i just want to know how he got his helmet down there before she got down there on the water barrel. I rolled that shit back because I was like, wait a minute. He was just walking with that helmet and that's his helmet. And when he came around the corner to talk to her, he didn't have it in his hands. Because mm-hmm. she had it. Because it was on the barrel. It was on the barrel. How'd he get there? He put it there. How? Okay. 
You ain't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm understanding, but you know what? There's more than one way to get down to that goddamn water barrel. Dang, Sister J. I mean, you know, it ain't worth 10 minutes of of time. It wasn't 10 minutes. I'm just trying to say, I felt like that was He obviously went a back way to the water barrel. There's more than one way to get to... There's openings everywhere. There's more than one way to get to wherever you need to get. All right. Good Lord. No, I just thought that was odd. Mm. But anyway. All right. Then he tells her that, you know, she has lots of secrets. And and he says something about, oh, the boy that's now a girl. She says, I was always a girl. And he said, and I was always aware. That was a, 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 a yeah. surprising to me. I kind of no. thought he knew. We, we thought he knew. Yeah. That she was a girl. Because he would always say, lovely boy, come here. Uh-huh. Lovely boy, your name is Eric. And we knew he was watching her. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so. I love the way he talks, though. So he told her, he says, well, you saved three lives, but the gods demand three lives. He says a man pays his debts. A mm-hmm. man owes three. You stole three lives from the red god. Yeah, the red god. And we have to give them back. Yep. He said, speak three names. She says, anybody? And you'll kill him? A man needs a name. I love the way he said it. I know. My, my whole, uh, what's the word? Um, enthrallment with the scene mm-hmm. was the way he spoke. The way his words flowed was kind of, you said it um, yep. when we were talking about it before, like kind of like poetry or yep. a song. Yep. And I just loved the way he spoke. Mm-hmm. Every single line. Mm-hmm. And he only mentioned I like two times, but the rest of the time he's like a man or the man. Yeah. Me himself. It's like, okay, is he talking about, I don't know. It just, it just, the way he said it made me think of other things and, um, of magic or something. Mm-hmm. And then, um, just, I just, I don't know. I just like the way he talked mm-hmm. throughout the whole scene. And so she's like, what? Three names? And so then he, you know, she tries to tell him, I don't know his name. He's like, well, a man needs a name. Mm-hmm. They call him the tickler. Why would you call somebody that tortures people the tickler? I don't know. Mm, mm, mm. And he says, oh, that'll do. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. I like that scene. Yeah. And but But it made me think when he said... You saved me and the other two. Mm-hmm. Where are the other two at? Because the other two, I think, are crazy. Ah, uh, maybe not. Maybe they're maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they're just crazy because they was in that damn cage. Yeah. To me, the, the two people walking with him, those two soldiers, weren't the guys that were in the cage with him. Those are two other guys. Mm-hmm. And then when she said, "I should let you burn," you're one of them now. And he says, "There's that scene." Uh-huh. She's staring his ass down. <laughs> <laughs> you go, are ya? Staring his ass down. He say, mm, go get that water. <laughs> Actually, he didn't break eye contact either. Mm, they both mm, broke when mm. he, she turned around. Giving them the side eye. Side. Okay, look. Sh- she's going to see him coming. And I don't think the two people walking with him were the people in no, the... No, they're not. Okay. See, he's got his helmet in his hand. And then she gonna run down the stairs. Yeah, but this probably stairs to go the other way too. And all of a sudden, the barrel's got a helmet on it, and it's I'm guessing his. But it's helmet. down in the shadows. 
Look, there's people down there. I know. I'm just saying. It caught my See, attention. Look. Yeah, but he ain't got no helmet in his hand. Well, of course, because he put it there. I'm just saying this is Jay. It's oh, awkward. Or it's just strange to me how I got there so quick. Somebody please write in and tell me I'm not the only one who noticed this on the episode. Of course we noticed it. You didn't notice it. Oh, we did too. Anyway. Don't say we. Anyway, so the next scene, the next scene, Arya is at Gendry Smith little station and Gendry is practicing his little sword play and Arya is trying to give him some tips on how to, you know, practice with the sword so he can actually use a sword. And next thing you know, we hearing this woman screaming and she looks over and the tickler is dead on the ground. He gone. He gone. Get all so, twisted around. As everybody is is running over to him and stuff, then Arya, I mean, yeah, Arya's the only one who happens to look up. I'm like, why? He, he obviously fell. Ain't nobody yeah. else looking up? Yeah. Maybe they already looked up. That was weird. But anyway, go before ahead. She, uh, before she uh, got there. But anyway, and she looks up and she sees this walking in one of the little window openings. And and he holds jockin. up one, yeah, jocking, and he holds up one finger, as if to say, one down, one down, two to go, two to go. Who else you want? But uh, that was good. That was a good. I like that as the mm-hmm. scene. That was very um, very good. I was thinking, okay, he obviously fell from somewhere, and nobody was looking up except her. <laughs> well, but okay, she did not go over to the by the when she went over to him. The there was already people all around. Yeah. Maybe they already looked up. Yeah, true. You know, so you can't say she's the only one looking up because there was conversation with, well, he fell down from the, up there and stuff. So, you know. Yeah, I, um, that scene with uh, Gendry, when she was watching him, I was thinking, because they panned up his body, and of course he didn't have a shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, is she trying to check him out? <laughs> No, she do live she young. She's kind of young and he kind of old. Well, he's not old, old, but you know. But for her. for her. Yeah, I don't but, think so. Yeah, I like I don't think when so. she was trying to tell him how to fight. And he's like, but am I fighting somebody? He wasn't. He was just practicing with the sword he was building. Yeah. Or, you know, checking the sword that he was making. Mm-hmm. But that that was a... I, I just really liked all the scenes with her and Jack and Hagar. Yeah. That was really I'm good. I'm intrigued by him. I want to see more. Oh, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Because he got two more folk to kill. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's going to be interesting to see which two she mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the mountain was one, but she might want to save that. Mm-hmm. I think the next one's going to be, who had her um, needle? It wasn't the tickler. It was another guy. Tywin. No, no, no. Her needle, the the sword, that one guy stole it from her. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what his um, name is. But he wasn't the tickler. It was some other guy that was... Right. But anyway, she probably is going to say him next because she want to get her sword back. I don't know that he'll I let her know. have the sword. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think she'll say him anyway. No. I don't know she who might, she's going to say. Since he's but. handy, I might save his, uh, the two other people for the good ones. Like, I might say Joffrey... <laughs> you know, say, hey, Joffrey, and you know, you go try to figure that out. Yeah. Something. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. 
But I thought this was a good episode. I really enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed all. It, it, it had my favorite people. I at least got a scene or two with, with all my favorite characters. So that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Okay, well, let's get to our feedback. We've gotten some great feedback this week. Okay. Everyone obviously has heard of our feedback contest. Great. Which, uh, let's go ahead and go over that now. Okay. We have a feedback contest that is taking place from our last podcast, which was on the 27th of April. 28th. 28th of April until May 12th. So in this two-week period... Anyone who leaves us an iTunes review, a comment on Facebook, uh, email feedback, or retweets us on Twitter will be have their name entered once into our feedback contest where you have the chance of winning the four-book set of A Game of Thrones and the other books. Um, there's four books, and I don't know all the names because I haven't read them all. But it starts with the Game of Thrones. Okay. So um, keep your feedback coming. If you haven't already sent us um, any feedback or an iTunes review or a retweet, do that in this next week because the 12th is the cutoff. Yep. And we will be drawing a name for that great prize. And, you know, <clears throat> we, we, we really like it when you like us on Facebook. But liking us is not a comment. So if you want to add your name to the contest, you have got to leave some words. Yeah, you have to make an actual comment. Yeah. We want to hear your feedback so we can talk about it. Yep. Hear about the Game of Thrones, the podcast. Also, we had someone comment about True Blood, and we're not going to accept that for this contest. But luckily, that person also always writes in or retweets, or does a review. Right. So their name's in there anyway. Anyway. but um, mm -hmm. So thank you guys for that, and keep it coming. We love it. Yep. So let's get started with our iTunes comments for this week. Okay. Um, first one is from Shy Wallpaper. Hey, Shy hey, Wallpaper. Hey, Wall Shy Wallpaper. I remember them yep. from True Blood. Yep. Um, they say, love, love, love the sisters. I'm so happy you are back. You're my favorite podcasters. Good. Chanel from Chicago. So we just told you. Chanel. Okay. Hey, Thank Chanel. you for that review. Um, five stars. Okay, cool. Um, the next one is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> we haven't heard from you in a while. He says, the sisters are in rare form. This podcast has drawn me into the show that is Game of Thrones. These wonderful women break down each episode and inject humor, perspective, and fun into every every one of their podcasts. Amazing work, sisters. Love it. Paris. Five stars. Oh, thank you, Paris, very much. Thank you. And how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? in a while. <laughs> we miss your emails. Uh, the next one is from Talola. Hey, Talola. Fun. This is absolutely the most fun Game of Thrones podcast out there. <laughs> Five stars. Thank you Talola. so much. Thank you, Talola. Uh, the next is from Stomy Blue. Who? Stomy Blue, Stomy Blue. Okay. Hey, Stomy Blue. Love the sisters. I love your True Blood podcast, and I love your Game of Thrones one. Just love it. 
I recommend it to all my Game of Thrones folks. Cool. Can't wait for your take on what happened in Sunday's episode. Mm-hmm. You make my Monday morning commute so much better. Keep up the excellent work, Stomy Blue. Five stars. Oh, thank you so much for that Thank you, Stomy. For that uh, review. That's great. We love them five stars. And we love that you've come in fr- to, from us from, to us from True Blood. Yeah, we like that. Yeah. Um, the next is from... Com- Cambrarian. Cambrarian. Hey. Another great podcast from the sisters. I don't get HBO, but I'm following Game of Thrones just because I enjoy these ladies' <laughs> podcasts so much. Please keep up the fantastic work. Cam- Cambrarian. Oh, thank Five you. Five stars. Thank you for that uh, <clears throat> review. Now, and we're sorry that you don't get the cable, the HBO. Get HBO? How could you live without it? I think our next contest, we need to give away the DVD of season one. Okay. Because uh, you need to catch up. <laughs> we'll see. But thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, even thank though you, you don't have HBO. Golly. I don't know what I'd do without HBO. Yeah. Especially with the shit. I, I mean, got I to have some H- cable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't say cable, or he didn't say cable. That's true. HBO. But thank you. Thank, thank you. you for the iTunes. Uh, our next comment is from Corgi Bear. Hey, Corgi Bear. Best hour I spend listening to a podcast. Keeps you laughing. New to Game of Thrones like me. Love learning and laughing together. Five stars. Thank you Corgi so Bear. much for that review. You, wow. Uh, the next one is from ASSF New Jersey Boy. New Jersey boy. What a cozy podcast. First of all, inside joke, <laughs> if the hilarity doesn't win you over, their gregariousness will. And don't let the two of them get to laughing together. <laughs> they will infect you until your belly aches. If you are looking for entertainment, look no further. The sisters are charming, witty, and break things down to the nitty gritty. I listen to the rest, but the sisters are the best. From ASF. SSF New Jersey Boy five stars. Thank you, New Jersey Boy. Thank you, Jersey Boy. <laughs> you know what? So I would like to add though. <clears throat> sometimes oh. I do try not to laugh so much, but we just get tickled with stuff. I know. We can't help <laughs> we it. We can't help it. We can't help it. I love that last line. Listen to the rest, but the sisters are the best. That's right. Love it. Love it. Thank and you. Our last iTunes comment for this week is from Mommy Two. Hey, mommy. To either mammy or mommy. I think it's mommy. This podcast is hilarious. I look forward to each new episode all week long. I find myself laughing out loud all the time. This is a great podcast from a non-book perspective. Good. Sisters are enthusiastic. If you like their other podcasts, this one will not disappoint. From mommy, five stars. Thank you, mommy. Hey, mommy. For that five-star review. Thank you. We are so thankful to all of y'all for taking the time to um you know give us a, a an itunes review and for being so positive we just really really appreciate yes. it we appreciate it so much and we really do like you know podcasting about the shows that we just love to watch we're just fans of the show so thank y'all thank you thank you okay so on to our email okay our first one is from Ken. Hey, Ken. Hey, sisters. A lot happened in this episode. It was really packed with goodness. Yep. Here are a few random thoughts. 
Number one, Marjorie continues to prove that she has planned the game at a high level. Oh, yeah. Number two, love the scene between Catelyn and Brienne. Mm -hmm. They took a notoriously male rite of passage, the swearing of a knight, and made it totally female. Great scene. Number three, Rinley death was shocking. It just goes to show that things can change very quickly in this war. Mm -hmm. Four, Tyrion continues to be awesome, but but are those thunderclouds forming in the horizon? Mm -hmm. The common folk see him as an evil monkey. Yep. I know, and he need to quit walking around town. <laughs> you already said that, yep. Number five, Davos continues to be a regular good guy, but will Stannis heed his overall advice? Nope. I think he's going to try, but I don't think the Red Witch ain't going to let him. I don't think Stannis is going to heed it at all. I think he, I think because Davos is so passionate about it, I, I think he's just placating him myself. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number six. Who should Khaleesi trust in this new foreign world she finds herself in? Charming, practical Summer Isles guy, weird, <laughs> masked woman, creepy warlock, or lovesick advisor? Well, if I was Khaleesi, I'd trust Jorah first. Yeah, I would trust she's been Jorah with her first. Thick and thin, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't trust none of them creepy people. In <laughs> Karth, because they all just want her dragons. Mm-hmm. All and of at them. least she knows Jorah could have snatched them suckers a long time ago, but he and, didn't. And, and well, rode off in the they sunset. were eggs. But I mean, I don't. I think she could trust him better. Yeah. Even if she don't love him back, she just need to, you know, work on, move on with him. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Number seven. Things are getting interesting for interesting for Brand. But his dream left me feeling anxious for him and all the peeps at Winterfell. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, know that effing Theon. Theon is coming. I yep. think it's the, Yep. I love the quiet personal moments in this show. The scene between Arya and Tywin was awesome. Yes. It's these moments that keep me coming back week after week. I know. On a personal note, I, it now appears I have to challenge both Jon Snow and Eric Northman to a duel for Sister Jay's affection. <laughs> That's I cute. better load up on the hair gel, John, and garlic Eric. <laughs> Keep up the good work, ladies. I know Sister Jay is not Team Sam, but how adorable was he in this episode? Funny and sweet. Very uh-huh. nice. Ken. Thank you, Ken, for that Thank funny you, email. <laughs> well, no, um, you know, it's just that Sam character just is to me just totally unnecessary. It's like it's like when they it's like when you're watching a a more or less drama series or a drama show and they drop this little co- comedic character right in the middle of it. And that's what mm-hmm. he appears to be to me. And I just don't like it. I think he is sweet. I've. I like him um, because not everyone is going to be tough. I and, didn't say tough. No, but I mean, everybody at the wall is trying to pretend to be tough. And, and there's got to be someone who's showing their real side to themselves. I don't know. Anyway, I like Sam. Mm. Okay. But thank you for that email. Thank you, Ken. Uh, our next email is from uh, Sarah. 
Hey, Sarah. Baelish Stark Northman. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Good day, sisters. Sister J, I stepped, out, uh, I stepped aside and gave you Jon Snow for Game of Thrones and allowed you to have Khal Drogo. But <laughs> I cannot and will not ever, ever, V-A-H, give up my Eric Northman. <laughs> anyway, on to the show. Well, Eric, uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, you know, uh, uh, Eric is very discreet. Oh, we'll just put it. We'll just put it that way. Jay, you showing your honey? <laughs> you got John. <laughs> Who was the other one? Uh, Carl Drago. Oh yeah, Carl Drago. He did oh, yeah. though. He did though. <laughs> he gone. Oh lord. He okay. gone. Anyway, anyway okay, gone. I may be arrested for this since I don't know how old Gendry is, but hubba hubba. <laughs> <laughs> Now see, why don't you call her a saber tooth tiger? <laughs> we don't know how old Sarah is. Well, but we know you a saber tooth. <laughs> I love that saber tooth. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Hubba hubba, he looks good with his shirt off, covered in soot. Was Arya staring at his luscious flesh? That's what you say. I was. <laughs> well, he's kind of skinny for me, but he. You don't look too bad. No. That Arya is one smart girl. She, she didn't is. even flinch when Tywin put her on the spot. She needs to save her last two names, though, for Joffrey and Sarah. Say, That's what I said. <laughs> That's what you this said. Like, Sarah. Yep. <laughs> I could completely do without the Greyjoys. Just don't care. Yeah. And I can't get into Bran's storyline back at Winterfell. Again, just don't care. Mm-hmm. And I already knew what was going to happen to Rilling. But that soon in the episode, I know I was prepared to savor his final scenes, and poof, it was done. <laughs> he was a cutie in his little antler crown. Central thing, a stag. It was okay. But, that's why he got the little handler and so on. But, but wait a minute, I noticed that before, Sarah, and I was wondering at the time. Well, dang, he don't even have a gold crown. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got the handler. <clears throat> at first, it looked like little twigs. Oh, yeah, Sarah, that was oh, funny. Sarah, sorry, that's that was, funny. That was hilarious. Oh Lord. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, wait. She said, um, 
Oh, he was cute in his little antler crown. And poor Brienne, you can't battle a shadow. Oh, no. As happy as I am that Tyrion keeps scoring points, I'm dreading the day he faces the consequences. Yeah. Have a good week, sisters. Sarah Baelish Stark Northman. Oh, thank you, Sarah, for that email and that good laugh. Oh, that was funny. Oh, man, that was funny. (laughs) Uh, you know what? I did wonder at the time, though. I know. We never talked about it. We never talked I, about I mean, it. I noticed it, and I was like, dang, that crown's kind of yeah. jacked. But you notice, uh, I've noticed Joffrey's crown is kind of weird, too. I think it's mm. more like the the throne, the, the chair. Yeah. It's not like a real crown. It's got, like, little spikes on it or something. Yeah. But I took it like it's because it's the Iron Throne. Yeah. So Maybe it's supposed to be replicated yeah. from the chair. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, that was good. Okay. okay. Uh, this next one is from Corgi Bear. Hey, Corgi Bear. Thank you for the iTunes review. Uh-huh. Um, hello, sisters from the Texas Hill Country. Hey. I started listening about three years ago, starting with Big Brother, and now I listen to all your podcasts. Cool. I have just dived into Game of Thrones last year and have um, and, and all five books. Cool. Could not help myself. On your first Game of Thrones podcast, I was yelling at my radio, the wolf is Nymeria. Then just had the best time listening to the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Walking Dead, do it. Mm. Now, off to the store to buy the pins before the next podcast. (laughs) I drive five hours a night with no restrooms around, so stop making me laugh. (laughs) Y'all are the best. Corgi Bear, Brenda. Oh, thank you so thank much, you, Brenda, for that, Brenda, for that for uh, that wonderful email. I want to know where are you driving? Five hours a night. Well, with West no Texas. Restrooms? Yeah, West Texas is is. But wh- where? Uh, five. She says five hours a night. Maybe she's a. Maybe she's a um, trucker. Trucker. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's cool. Hmm. Well, thank you for thank that you, email, though. Bear. We glad you laughing, though. We are. We sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we sorry. <laughs> okay, our next um, <clears throat> email is from Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Or Widow Yorin. Oh, the Widow Yorin. Hey, sisters, it's Widow Yorin. This episode should have been called Getting Ready to Kick Butt and Take Names. I know it. I loved it. Where to start? I feel so bad, bad for Brienne. She truly loved Rimley. Mm-hmm. I was so glad Lady Catelyn was there to get her moving and out of the tent before more of Rimley's soldiers showed up. Yeah. Brienne is no joke with a sword. Mm-hmm. I know. I like that. I like Remember her. the old saying, don't let your mouth write a check your butt can't cash? Yep. Lady Catelyn with Brienne as her bodyguard. That's a great look. Yeah. <clears throat> Any checks Lady Catelyn's mouth writes, and we all know she has a sharp tongue, mm-hmm. Brienne has her back to cash him. Those two traveling together, let the realm beware. Mm-hmm. So much for Cersei not believing in grumpkins and old wives' tales. She certainly believed in the legend of the firepots. Her mm-hmm. secretly having more firepots made that could take out all of the King's Landing, scary. I'm so glad Tyrion is going to handle that situation. Just hope King Joffrey doesn't find out about the firepots. Yeah, because he'd be trying to burn some shit he up. He sure will. This crazy effing mm. butt. Jon Snow is finally going to be a ranger. He is healed and ready to kick some White Walker butt. <laughs> I love seeing Jon again. Arya should have paid more attention to her lessons with than her bows and arrows. That's what you said. Yep. 
She almost got <clears throat> tripped up beyond repair with Lord Tywin. Now I see where Tyrion got his quick thinking. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. hmm From Daddy. I hope she gives some real thought to her next two ordered deaths. It's going to be hard picking only two from that growing prayer list she has. That's right. Of people who have wronged her. If I could pick two uh, characters for Arya, it would be the uncontrollable King Joffrey and Littlefingers. Littlefinger. Ooh, yeah. What two characters would you ladies have Arya pick? Remember, it can only be characters that she knows or has encountered. Mm, let's think about that. Littlefinger would be a good one. A good one. A good one. Who else for you? Um, well, of course, the king. Joffrey. Joffrey. Yeah. I'm thinking Joffrey and... Yeah, Littlefinger. Um, probably, uh, no, not Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the guy who chopped Ned's head off? Uh, oh, he, sir, uh, he's Ilian Payne. Yeah, Ilian Payne. Ilian Payne. Maybe him. But really, it was Joffrey who ordered it, so. Yeah. <clears throat> Any of, I mean, Joffrey to me and Cersei. Although, I don't know if the guy would kill a woman. Yeah. I don't know if he would I think he would. Um, <clears throat> and my final favorite scene from this episode, <clears throat> it appears there's a party or a reception for Khaleesi. Yep. And what are her men doing? They are casing the place. Casing it. Where is Reverend Newland from True Blood? <laughs> if, I a, if I weren't a Christian, I'd say, told ya. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Didn't I say, didn't I just say last week, I hope Khaleesi's people behave? What the mm-hmm. F? Those Targaryens have no home training or gratitude. Mm-hmm. They were just out in the desert dying, and the 13 washed and fed them, and now they are repaying the 13, walking around looking for viables they can snatch. <laughs> if the 13 find out they have been going, uh, they are going to be robbed by their house guests, Khaleesi's cute baby dragons are going to have to stop playing George Foreman grilling and get some, <laughs> real, and get some real firepower to save Mama. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, have a great week. Love, love your podcast. Can't wait for the next show. As always, my curtains are closed and hands washed. <laughs> Widow Yorin. Thank you, Widow Yorin. Thank you, Widow Yorin. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and she also meant, okay, she also had a second email mm-hmm. where she wanted to um, <clears throat> mention back in the first episode, you had a question about whether this was Earth or not. Uh-huh. Well, if we have a demon monkey, then we must be in Oz. Ah. Ladies, remember those crazy flying monkeys in the Wizard of Oz? Yep. Tyrion, a demon monkey running around, made me think of those monkeys. Remember how the witch used to yell at them and push them around? Remember Cersei yelling at Tyrion and pushing him? Mm -hmm. Laughing my ass off. (laughs) Don't get Sister J started. Yeah, she pushed him over. (laughs) We have our Dorothy trying to get home to her Toto, Arya and her needle. Yep. We have the wise eunuch as the Oz. And we have the wicked witch, the red priestess. Cowardly lion, hot pie. And of course, Mr. Steel and Iron himself, Gendry the blacksmith as the tin man. <clears throat> Forget ruby slippers, sisters. We are in Oz watching everyone following the yellow brick road to the Iron Throne. I would follow that smart demon monkey anywhere. I love Tyrion. <laughs> I do too. But on a serious note, I think it's wonderful. One of your listeners will receive a set of the Game of Thrones books. That is very generous of you. <clears throat> I love the show, 
but I am treating this series like true blood. Love it on TV, not so much on paper. So mm-hmm. she doesn't want to really be in the drawing for the mm-hmm. books. <clears throat> Have a wonderful week and can't wait for your next podcast. Love, 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 love you guys. Widow Yorn, the future wife of Jacken, Arya's new friend. Oh, wait, 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 uh-uh, hold on uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You got to fight Sister K. Wait a minute now. Now, I didn't claim him, though. Okay. So, honestly, she does get him first, uh-huh. but I want the second. Because <laughs> he is sexy. Something sexy about him, ain't he? Yeah. He ain't is. it, Sherry? He is cute. Now, what would Yorn have to say, Sherry? Come on. Didn't mm-hmm. he look sexy sitting in the window eating fruit after he killed the tickler? <laughs> he cleans up well. He did, girl. Uh, <laughs> he cleans up well. He had the tickler's head turned all the way back around his back. <laughs> hope he's around longer to my first hu- I hope he's around longer than my first husband. <laughs> Sherry. Oh, that's funny. That's awesome, Thank Sherry. you, Sherry. That's awesome. We're going to have to share, Sherry. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to share. <laughs> Oh, I want to also give a shout out to Bunny, mm-hmm. who um, <clears throat> sent us an email. So, thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. Okay, our next email is from Brett. Hey, Brett. Hey, Brett. <clears throat> okay, he says, I think the last episode returned to excellence. I gather that my opinion about the last episode was in the minority from what you wrote, but hey, that's why we talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing I want to mention uh, was, again, about Tyrion. Dinklage does such a great job of following through with his lines. It reminds me of Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca. When he's threatening to cut off Pycelle's manhood and the guard says they have no goats to feed it to, he replies, well, make do, mm-hmm. and shoots a look of disdain- disbelief to Bronn. Just phenomenal. It was like that again with the demon monkey scene this week. Very expressive face, but not over the top. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. <clears throat> I also, I'm also really interested in seeing where Arya's relationship with Jockin goes. The look she gave at the very end was quite mischievous. And I've heard, slight spoiler. Okay, no. No. We're not going to read that one. Nope. <clears throat> but thanks for spoiling it for me. <laughs> but it's not a bad spoiler. Okay. No, but I'm not going to repeat it. Okay. Um, talk. Okay. Brett and Myron, we going y'all going to be on our Yeah, list. come on, Brett no, and Myron. We're just kidding. Mm-hmm. Talk to you soon, ladies. Promise I'll listen as soon as um can transfer my podcast to my old iPod. Um, Talk to you soon, Brett. Thank you, Brett, for that email. Thank you, Brett. And no spoilers, please. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be spoiler-free. Spoiler-free zone. Okay. Okay, our next one is from Stephen. Hey, Stephen. Hello, sisters. I'm a longtime listener to your True Blood podcast. Cool. And I am enjoying your Game of Thrones podcast just as much. Cool. I have never plucked up the courage to email you about either of these great shows, as I've never as I have never felt I have any good insight or worthy theories to share. Plus, we have only just gotten season four of True Blood here in the UK, so my theories would be a touch late. One stab in the dark theory of Game of Thrones is that Arya and Gendry will eventually fall in love, and as Gendry is technically a Baratheon, he will rule over Westeros on the Iron Throne. I believe this would be... uh, I believe this... Oh, sorry. I believe this because it would round off the series nicely, as originally Robert Baratheon wanted a Stark lady as his wife, a.k.a. Ned's sister. 
So finally, a Baratheon and a Stark would be together. I have not read the books, but I think I will get the audio books once the TV series is over. Anyway, I just wanted to email in and say I absolutely love your podcast. I crack up every time, <laughs> especially whenever curtains, blinds, pop of the cat, se- sex with clothes on, or skanky ass bitches are being talked about. <laughs> keep up the good work and keep cackling. Oh, sorry, I mean laughing. <laughs> Stephen from Ormskirk, England. Thank you, Stephen, for that email. Wow, you covered everything. Yeah, remember, remember that whole conversation we had about people having sex with their clothes on? Lord have mercy. I forgot about that. That's another funny one, too. That is funny. That's another funny one. Thank you very much for that wonderful email. Thank you, Stephen. And never think you have nothing to say. Yeah. Everybody's got something to say. Everybody's got something to say. we like to hear everything. Even if all you want to say is, ooh, I just really like this actor, or I don't like that particular character. Or I love the episode. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So, we'd like to hear it. Thank you, Stephen. Okay, our next email is from... Tori. Hey, Tori. Hello, sisters. This episode was great. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. Brindley Baratheon. That's a cold way to die. Ain't it? He didn't have a chance. It was like, just bam, you're dead. I know. It was abrupt. Yeah. Stan is totally cheated, but that's just like any of these self-righteous people talking about what is right, but then they send a sorcerer, sorcerer to kill your brother instead of fighting him on the battlefield. Yep. Boop. And then calls the Tyrells cowards. Yeah. Shaking my head. Mm. Damn, did you see how Brienne mowed down those two guards like swatting (laughs) flies? She did. Like swatting flies. She is a beast. I feel bad for her. She definitely loved him more than his queen did. Mm -hmm. She was looking like, oh, he's dead. It's time to go home now. Come along, Loris. Yeah, because the queen didn't show any emotion. No. We didn't talk about that either. Mm -hmm. She was just like, oh, yeah, he's handsome. Um, okay, well, um, I wanted to be queen. Guess that's not in the cards anymore, so let's go. <laughs> You're right, Tori. That's true. Um, she didn't seem upset at all, except for the fact that she wasn't going to be queen. Or is she? Her brother, on the other hand, is ready for what, um, is ready for whatever he wants, um, for what he wants Stannis' head. I like that he does not buy into that Brienne killed him. So him and Brienne have the same goal. I wonder who will get there first. Mm-hmm. That's a good thought. That That is a good thought. Mm-hmm. But I did like that, too, that he didn't believe it. Yeah. I like that. Theon, I see, I see where this guy is coming from. No one seems to like him much. He is just starving for attention and recognition, but he just makes one stupid decision after another. Yeah. He thinks he's so clever, and that's part of his problem. He's really not. He's definitely up to something, you can tell, by that stupid look on his always dirty-looking face. (laughs) (laughs) Tywin, I think, I would think he knows that's Arya. If he knows that Arya had escaped from King's Landing, he thinks she's in King's Landing just like Tyrion did until he got there and found out otherwise. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, maybe she's saying, I don't think he knows that it's Arya. Hmm. Um... That's what somebody at work said. I don't think that he even knows. Uh, yeah, maybe because, not. Um, nobody seems to know any, have heard anything about her. Mm-hmm. And Littlefinger lied to Lady Catelyn right. about it. So I don't think he anyone even has an inkling mm-hmm. that she's out there. But anyway. So we see Mr. Jack and Hagar. And what became of him? 
He has joined Tywin's army and is now telling Arya he will kill three people for her. Let, now let's see who she picks. Did you notice how he talks like Sirio Pharrell? Yeah. I think they come from the same city, the one called Bravos. Ooh. Oh. I didn't think about that. Hey, I didn't think about that either. But, you know, he does talk a little bit like Sirio, but not quite. He talks Sirio, in a more lyrical yes, way. than Sirio. Sirio yeah, just kind of put words <clears throat> backwards, like you, like you would expect someone who's not, that's not their first language to mm-hmm. do. But this guy, he, he, he Jackson, he speaks in like a lyrical, poetic yeah, way. Third person type of way. In my uh, or opinion. Or first person, whatever. Third person. Uh, he's speaking in third person, yeah, yes. third person kind of way. <clears throat> the wild, that wildfire is a bad idea. Tyrion should know better, but hey, you got to do something, I guess. Yeah. Isn't it funny that we all love Tyrion, but the people of King's Landing call, call him a twisted demon? I know. <laughs> mm. I thought the same thing about George W. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> you know what? Tori, this is so funny, but oh, I Lord. used to say that George W. looked like a monkey. Oh, Lord. He has beady little eyes. <laughs> oh, Lord. He does. Y'all look at him. Look at a picture of him. He does. Mm, mm, or mm. he did. I haven't seen him lately. Danny is such a diplomat. Did you see how she handled the two very different handmaidens? Mm-hmm. I like how smoothly... how. Uh, I like to see how smoothly uh, she told the one servant to go hoe herself to get info about Zaro. She showed that did. Was that, yeah, she we didn't, talk, did. we didn't talk about that either. Uh huh. She showed did. And now we know Zaro wants to marry Danny and help her claim the Iron Throne. Bran doing his little lord thing, making all the decisions of a man, sending men to defend Torine Square. If you paid close attention, you will notice that that's the same town Theon was talking to Dog. Dag- dagger about attacking. Mm-hmm. It has been attacked. Is it Theon? So close to Winterfell? That's it for me. I could go on and on, so I just need to quit now. Love to hear what you guys think. Have a good one, Tori. Thank you, Tori, Thank for you, that Tori. email. And yes, you are correct. That is the same town yes. that that um, uh, uh, Theon's first mate was was telling him, well, we can go hit that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because it's close to King's Landing. Exactly. And he knows they would send someone to try to fight mm-hmm. for it, and then they'd be defenseless. Mm-hmm. So. so he ain't so stupid, though. No. But, but we don't want him jacking with our King's, or Winterfell. I want to say King's Landing, Winterfell. Yeah, Winterfell. They need to leave Winterfell alone. Yeah, especially <clears throat> knowing that nobody's there mm-hmm. and just the kids. Oh, trust me, they're going to kill him. Theon? They, oh, yeah. They're yeah, going to kill his yeah. ass. As soon as he tries to get uppity, because you know he will. They're going to kill his... When they mm-hmm. realize that he led them there, they're going to send that dire wolf to chomp his ass. Oh. Oh, I see. You mean Winterfell will kill him? Uh, Rob Stark will kill him. Oh, yes. hmm Yes, he will. hmm And then his mama going to say, I told you not to trust and him. And it could be Bran's uh, wolf will kill him, chomp him up or something. Or Recon's. Rikon, Rikon, the little boy. Rikon. 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 Okay, our last email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. 
And he and the subject is called and then there were five episodes left. Yes. You said that too to me the other day. I know, it just hit me that we're mm. halfway through, which kind of saddens me. But anyway, mm. hello sisters. I ain't gonna lie to you. This is gonna be a long ass email. Oh Lord. Let's get started. Okay, come on, Myron. Come on with it. Number one, Brienne. Show is ugly when she cries, isn't she, sisters? Oh, come on lower now. Lower lip show was quivering. Okay, now. Oh, come on now. Come on now. She ain't doing the Tara quiver. <laughs> like no. in true blood. I thought it was like a normal cry. It was, it was a normal cry. She, I mean, she loved that man. She showed did. She was wailing, though. She was She wailing. was wailing. Well, she only got one wail out, and then that was yeah. it. Yeah. Not like that damn Ziri chick when that... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Number two. So Marjorie tells Littlefinger she wants to be the queen. Do you think she wants to play the Game of Thrones, sisters? Yep. In any case, she sure didn't appear to be too broken up that her husband is dead. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it appeared that Loras took Rinley's death harder than she did. Well, of course, yeah. Loras was sleeping with him. Yeah. And loved him. She didn't love him. No, she didn't love him. She just him. wanted to get into the right position exactly. to be queen. Mm-hmm. Number three, good thing Stannis is not a black man, sisters. He didn't spend one second with his shadow baby. He oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no, she did. Myron. I mean, Myron didn't. Oh, he must Lord. not be a proud shadow baby daddy. Sisters, I Myron, can't... don't go there. I know, Myron. <laughs> sisters, I can't speak for Stannis, but I sure would wear a condom if I was going to hit Go ahead, read that shit. Sisters, I can't speak for status, but I sure would wear a condom if I was going to hit Melisandre. <laughs> I don't want no damn shadow babies. Oh, my goodness. Poor Davos. I know he had no idea he was going to be in a birthing room last episode. <laughs> no. After having seen what came out of her shadow coochie, he don't want none of that, and I don't blame him. <laughs> Breaking it down. <laughs> oh, Lord. Have mercy. Number four. Did y'all catch how Danny pimped out her handmaiden, Doria, to get some info on Yeah. Zorro? Yeah. But we didn't talk about that, though. But, well, yeah, yeah, she did pimp her out, she too. She did. Mm-hmm. She said, men like to talk about other men when they happy. Uh-huh. If you remember Doria from last season, she was the one who taught Danny how to um, pleasure Drogo. Yep. Eerie, the other handmaiden, handmaiden is the Drothraki woman who taught Danny the language and customs of her people. Yep. I think the tension between Doria and Eerie signifies how Danny might be experiencing a bit of an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Is she a Khaleesi or a princess? What do you think? She's a Khaleesi. Well, she's a Khaleesi without a Kalasar. Well, she still has a small one. But what's going to happen to that Kylosar when she goes to her Iron Throne? She's going to take them? That's They're not going to know how to act in King's Landing. So but she won't be a Khaleesi true. really anymore. Yeah. But she's kind of mixed. I agree. You're, you're, yeah. You're kind of, yeah. That's going to be something. And that um, Daria girl is not Dothraki. She's from no, somewhere she else. She yeah. was a slave or something. She's a foreigner. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so that's probably why her and that eerie battle a little mm-hmm. bit. Because you notice when Eerie said, um, when um, Daenerys said, well, the last time a man bought me a dress, mm-hmm. I was being 
sold off to Kyle Drogo. And mm-hmm. when she said, may he ride in peace, da, 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 then that Daria girl kind of rolled her eyes like, oh, here we go again, mm-hmm. a little thing. So, yeah, obviously they don't get along all that well. Mm. Okay, number five. Let me find out the Occupy Wall Street people are in King's Landing. People are organizing to fight for their right to eat. But do they have to refer to Tyrion as a demon monkey? Unfortunately, in Westeros, there is no love for small folk. (laughs) (laughs) Occupy Wall Street people. Lord have mercy. Okay, moving on to a couple of my favorite scenes. Lord Tyron. What do they say of Robb Stark in the North? Arya. They call him the Young Wolf. They say he rides into battle on the back of a giant dire wolf. They say he can turn into a wolf himself if, when he wants. They say he can't be killed. Lord Tywin. And do you believe him? Arya. No, my lord. Anyone can be killed. Then she stares at him thinking like he, it's just a matter of time before she's six jacking Hagar on that ass. <laughs> and he will get nicked, and there will be no one there to unnick it, unnick it. Sister J. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, he did be that's a, that's a thought. Maybe she'll sick Jock and Hagar on him. Ooh, dang. Dang, that'd be a fight. Ooh, that'd be, ooh, that'd be a fight. Because yeah. Daddy can fight now. I'm sure he can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw him skinning that deer. Yeah. First time we saw him, he's talking and skinning. Yep. Ooh. Gutting it. Gutting it. Next scene. Arya to J- Jacken Hagar. A girl says nothing. A girl keeps her mouth closed. No one hears, and friends may talk in secret, yes? A boy becomes a girl. Arya, I was always a girl. Jacken, and I was always aware. Mm-hmm. But the girl keeps secrets. It is not for a man to spoil them. The Red God, and he puts the name Relore, takes what is his lovely girl, and only death may pay for life. You stole three deaths from the Red God. We will have to give them back. Speak three names and the men will do the rest. Three lives I give you, no more, no, no more, no less. Then we are done. Jacken, Melisandre, Salador, San, Talissa, and Sirio are from the free cities of Essos. Is he giving away shit? Well, we're, they're in Essos. Okay. Because remember... Um, Somebody said the Karth is in Essos. Because when um, Daenerys and somebody were talking, they were saying something about <clears throat> in our cities of Essos. So I think that, that's where Karth was. And uh, at the beginning of the show, when they show all the little map areas, it doesn't say that. Huh. It says Karth. <clears throat> Hmm. He says the Dothraki people in the city of Karth are in Essos as well. So that Essos must be the overall area where they're at, and Karth is in Essos. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. I do remember hearing Essos, though, so he's not giving us really any spoilers. Okay. Speaking of gods, there are no, there are certainly no shortage of gods in this show, is it, sisters? There are the old gods of the forest. Ned Stark worshipped them. Faith of the Seven, the most popular religion in Westeros. Real lore, known in the free cities on the continent of Essos, and the drowned god, worshipped in the Iron Islands where the Greyjoys reign. I have so much more to say, sisters, but I will end with this. If you invite some Dothraki people over to your house for dinner, best to use Dixie cups and plates. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and let me find out Tyrion is holding court in his miniature tent. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. His little miniature tent. 
That's on the ground. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Okay. He says, on to the next episode, the old gods and the new. Thank you so much for your podcast. Until next time, from a semi-spoiler-free fan, Myron. (laughs) Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. Remember, this is a spoiler-free zone. Zone. Okay. You didn't really give us No, you didn't. But thank, thank you, you for that email. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for the great yeah. feedback we had this time. We are was, getting some awesome. great listeners and good. Cracking oh, me man. Up. We love it. We love cracking it. Cracking me up. Okay. All right. Well, so, everyone, please get your names in for the feedback contest. Send us your feedback mm-hmm. this week. You've got one more week to go. That's it. And then we'll draw live on the next podcast. Yep. On the 12th. Yep. So send us an email at sisterspeak at gmail.com. You can put some comments on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. You can retweet one of our tweets about the show or mm-hmm. about our podcast. Yep. At um, <laughs> underscore cast. And you can also leave a comment on our website, which is sisterspeakpodcast.com. And we also have a voicemail line, but you can get that number from the website. We really don't have much voicemail feedback. But if you did want to leave an audio message, you can send us one of those and we can play that on the podcast as well. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Sister Jay. Thank you, Sister Kay. It was a great episode. (laughs) And we wish y'all all all luck on the contest. Okay. That's it for now. I'm Sister Kay. I'm Sister Jay. See you next time.